Hello, good evening, good morning, and welcome everyone to another episode of Free Talk with Mr. V. Here, our host Alicia is on. I'm co-hosting today, and we're encouraging her always to, to put her best foot forward and tell us all about what's going on. Um, I am in Houston and it's early morning. Alicia, hi, you're in um, Manila, Philippines. Yeah, really hot today, as <laughs> usual. Right, right. It's supposed to be the rainy season, but I still don't see the rain. So, <laughs> Well, if the rain comes, it can cool things down. Uh, here on Free Talk, we, we're continuing our episodes. I think we're, your listeners are getting very interested in the things that you have to say and and the things you have to free talk and since we were keeping the series going the the series of adult communication um, we covered a couple uh, topics already and has more to come the i was very interested in the one about silent communication so we covered that very well it was very different than what i was thinking first so this next topic is called how will we know and I think it's a topic that guys may ask or men may ask more often because uh, <laughs> women are more subtle than men, I think. After years of experience, I can say that. And, and sometimes, even as we men get older, it's still hard for us to know what we're being told. And so this particular subject, I think myself, the listeners and others might be interested in how will we know? How will we know what the, our friends, our partners, our neighbors, our associates, our interested parties, how will we know what they're trying to tell us? What's your opinion on that one? What's your free talk on that? So the answer sounds simple, I would say, by listening. But as we discussed earlier, we understood that communication and listening can be more difficult, more difficult than what we could think of. So, for example, the person in front just don't want to tell us the information, even though we are willing to listen. Maybe, maybe sometimes we are facing a different, a different scenario. But the answer to me is yeah, listening. Okay, and again, sometimes I know. And, and again, I'm just picking on us men because we're so awkward that sometimes we listen and we hear things that we were never told. Okay. <laughs> okay so whether we were at work or whether we're at home or in a, in a social gathering or something, sometimes we hear things and we think we're hearing things and while we're listening, how will we know? What else do we have to kind of look for to really know? What do you think we should do to really know that we're getting the right communication, that we're getting the right signal? So I would say, again, listening. So even though you listen the first time, you also have to confirm that your understanding. So it, it's double listening, listening the first time and then confirming. So listening what person is uh, and, and also get to understand what the person really meant because sometimes anyone it happens to everyone we say something but we meant something different or we are trying to say something but we don't find the words so even us sometimes we don't know what we mean when we talk <laughs> right. so 
it's really communication is really true. And it's it's true. Sometimes we don't always know or don't always know what we're trying to say or what we really mean. But it, it creates a quagmire, it creates a, a scenario where we can start, and especially us guys, we start thinking with our head, then we start hearing with our hearts, or we start hearing with our um, anxiety or hearing, depends on what's going on, right? We hear with our, our um, the action part of our brain to take some action. And in, in many relationships, the boss might be saying something, but it doesn't mean he really wants you to go take action. He may want yep. you to keep it in mind, right? It's just something to yeah. keep yeah. in mind. So we're saying, how does how do we know that he really wants us to do nothing and just keep it in mind, compared to um, taking action? You know, yeah. and he's like, if you took action, he's gonna say, dude, I didn't tell you to do that, mm. right? I didn't tell you to go and and confront the other person or something like that. I just told you to keep in mind that the person is sensitive. Let's say. I, I like how you linked it to this uh, specific example because uh, I totally agree that we should also get to know the person. So even though we listen, by knowing the person, we understand what they mean or we understand what are their expectations. In the couple, for example, we learn their body language so we know what they are expecting, I don't know, as a gift or as a expression of love so in the in their workplace we get to know our colleagues we get to know their personality so we also kind of understand what they expect from us and how they behave so we also learn how to decode their behavior their their language so it's really linked to our previous sessions right right and i think it's going to link to even more sessions as we come up because you mentioned the body language again the um let's say we're talking to the boss i know some uh, adults get aggravated when we ask too many questions in return um not rhetorical but direct action questions to see or to confirm what they're saying so say the boss was telling me about uh, maybe how sensitive the person was and maybe you should confront them and i thought wait a minute dude are you saying i should go and talk to this person so it's, it's me asking again, and I guess it's a clarifying question. Are you saying it's okay to go and talk to this person and to have a one-on-one -on -one meeting with them to tell them the issue that we're having to confront it? Let's say at work, sometimes at work, HR may let you know you have a, a sexual harassment issue or a harassment issue in general, but yet on the other end of it, you didn't know you were creating that environment or you didn't even know you created a hostile environment so when HR is telling you I guess you can't assume automatically that they're saying you need to go confront the situation so I would particularly ask what am I to do because I never intended any of these things and so here I started communicating with HR saying I didn't intend this um, my behaviors was never along those lines. My thought patterns were never along these lines. So now mm. these things came up. What should I do? How will I know what the course of action is? You know, have you experienced anything like that? Not really, but it's so interesting because it reminds me of also the cultural cultural uh, way of communicating and especially now i live in asia so of course it's sometimes really difficult for me to to know what the person is trying to say because they have a very indirect 
style of communication right. and coming from a western country we are really direct when we want something we say it directly <laughs> even though sometimes we need some clarification but here it's it's really challenging and yeah how how would i know what's your mean you know <laughs> how would you know and i guess how would we know without asking and there there could be an infinite amount of questions we could ask to clarify but we humans tend to make a lot of assumptions and a lot of assumptions based on our cultural like you mentioned your cultural location or cultural upbringing or behavior now where you are in the asiatic world in the philippines i get a, when i'm there i get a lot of yes but the yes does not mean and i'm okay i got yeses and then i sat around waiting to see if it's being executed as a yes and i was like how come nothing happened <laughs> so culturally a person say yes you they are going to do this but nothing was done so i, I was saying that yes did not mean yes you know but all the same i would go ahead say yes yes means yes from my experience yes means yes they have the intention but sometimes they also wait to know what our our expectation on how to how to achieve the plan right right so yes they're going to go forward but they also they also need to know how do they know that you're what direction yes. you want okay and i guess sometimes um how do we know i think there's a lot of cultural groups who does not like to fail us in the work environment and so on so we won't know now there are other settings also so um you're sitting at a bar you have your drink a guy comes up and he starts to talk to you and ask you would you like a drink you already have one how do you know yes. what his intentions are or why he's talking to you <laughs> i'm putting you on the spot <laughs> so i i would say you never know what the intention of someone what are the intention of someone who is coming to you but they should know what is your if you are open by looking at your body language whatever their intentions are i feel like they are the one who should read if the person they are coming to is open to what they are trying to get right <laughs> right and We'll come back to the the question. I would say also listen, but there is also the intention to know, to get to know the the. So how would you know? I have to, I have, I should want to know what you are trying to to tell me. Right, right. If I don't want to know, I will never ask. So I would never know, right? <laughs> Or I, I would never try to find clues of or whatever. Right, which is a good sign to say you're not interested. But if the person is 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 coming at you, they have an intention of that. Here's a pretty girl sitting at a bar, and he wants to talk to you. So if his intention is also first to get to talk to you or get to know you, but you're not interested in talking to anyone and get to know anyone, your body language may or may not let them know. So I wonder if you would ask them, "Hey, are you just trying to talk to me?" And the guy said, "Yes, I'm trying to talk to you." So that's the only way he would know without reading your body language. Your body language could say "come near" or your body language say "get away from me." And sometimes um men or women who are trying to talk to you may have misread, right? They mis they may misread what your body language is saying. So they should say, 
hey, I'm trying to talk to you. I want to get to know you. Would that be the right thing to do? Because, but, go ahead. Yeah, at the same time, at the same time, we have to be honest. Um, it can be weird if the person comes straightforward in in the dating pool it can be weird if the person comes straightforward oh i want this i want to get to know you i want to <laughs> start a relationship sometimes it it's kind of a turn off right because it kills their 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 you know the period where oh i don't really know what he wants maybe he likes me maybe not so it, it's a nice a cool period they're unknown especially in the, in the dating area. But when the person comes straight forward, it kind of, you know, rips off any... <laughs> <laughs> and, and again, say this person was just that clumsy or that awkward to, to just pour it out saying, um, since you cannot tell what his intentions are, he tells you straight up what his intentions are. So he's letting you know, and then it turns you off. How will he know that you do not appreciate that? <laughs> that's very difficult yeah it's very that's difficult because you may have to tell him you may have to tell him or her that that's not your style that's not your approach um in fact that puts you to net zero <laughs> and maybe they should go have a coke zero in another corner <laughs> <laughs> nice one <laughs> but is that and that's the awkward question i think this Part of the adult communication is bringing up because we don't know what we don't know we don't know what we don't ask and yeah. we will never know if we don't approach some form of communication to get to know so how do we know came up this early in our topic because i think all a lot of the other topics is going to help us more and more to figure out how we're going to know what the other party is feeling thinking and hoping to get as a form of communication because it seems that there are so many forms of adult communication and I, I guess we could, I don't know if we compare it to what children do do you think children have the same dilemma with with trying to communicate and and trying to put intentions before just listening for example or just interacting I think the intention for them is absent for most of the kids right. so maybe I feel like sometimes it's better because they are not trying to overthink and it's more natural it's more simple yeah, which, sometimes I, I feel like <laughs> it might be better yeah I mean if we can stay if we can stay kids then it really reduces the stress because as a kid a male kid goes talk to a, a girl or a girl talks to another girl, a girl talks to a guy, and they're not thinking the rest. But if you're a, an adult or at work or in a social gathering, and the, um, the other human comes and talks to you, you're starting to already think, or your, your radar is already popping up, wondering what, is, what are their intentions? What are they yeah. hoping to get? What does this person want from me? If it's the boss, what do they want me to do? Or what did I do wrong? And all of these things start popping up where I think in kids it does not pop up. And so the question, how how do we know? How can we know? How will we know? 
is what came to mind <laughs> during this episode. <laughs> so we can find out and, and to wonder, or even as we communicate to our listeners, how, how do our listeners know what we're trying to portray here? <laughs> That's also interesting to talk about the kids because uh, I feel like how would we know is also comes also with experience. So from the experience, we can deduct conclusion. So I experienced this and then this happened. So now I know this is the outcome. And kids don't have experience at all. Very good. Very so good. They, they are not trying to know because they don't care. They are kids. They just want <laughs> right. to And also they don't have the experience to decode the action of others and it's also negative because sometimes i feel like in the parenting uh parents always most parents always try to do their best with the kids but sometimes they you know childhood trauma but even though childhood trauma can comes from a good intention from the parent to protect the kids let's say for example a girl is not allowed to go out at night it's for her good from the parent's side, right. but she feels like, oh no, I cannot do anything, I am being controlled. So she sees the action and not the intention. So I feel like it's also good to remove the, to not to get to know the intention, but sometimes it's also bad because you can perceive something as negative, even though it was supposed to be positive. Right, right. So, I, I mean, I like the, the, the area where you were bringing up the experience. And so there is a, a cultural or even probably an HR approach, uh, if you're always picking on HR, where yeah. they, <laughs> but, but they said you should be old enough to know. And, they, and many will many will use the phrase, maybe I don't know if it's a phrase used in a court of law or a social court of law where they think we're always old enough to know but if children have no experiences why they do not deduct that there's an intention towards them then as we get older and we're have that experience and we're old enough to know then we 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 will conclude that experience teaches us what we ought to know so my curiosity would be, what, what if someone never had that experience? How will they know? Yeah. And, and the level of, of naiveness that comes with us, I mean, I was an 18-year-old coming from the Caribbean, going to California. My culture shock meant that I was, there's was a lot of things I did not know because I never experienced it. And so the question is, how will we know if we have never experienced it? And so that particular moment that we went through the experience is when we started to know, it seemed like to me. I would like to add to what you are saying that knowledge comes from experience a lot, but we can also learn from other people's mistakes by listening, by reading, by getting also the intention to want the wanting to know so if I want to know how is life in the Philippines, how is the culture, even though I never experienced any Asian culture, 
if I want to know, then I will make research, I will ask questions, I will, you know, I, I will make the effort to get to know. Right, right. And that, that helps minimize the errors. It helps minimize the no. And in the social gathering, if someone asks you to dance and you are supposed to say yes because it's a it's a um, fundraising money dance or if you were supposed to say no because the person's spouse was right there or if you were supposed to do some supposed to that you're going to make a mistake or two but that's how you start getting to know and we should learn from our mistakes learn from our surroundings learn from others and pick up as much as we can so we can get to know but one thing I think as we grow into adulthood and we using this adult communication, another thing uh, we picked up from HR was where um, the environment is supposed to be respectful at the minimum. And that we get to know our behaviors and our communication styles and intentions by at least having a, a minimum form of respect for each other and so we would never approach someone um, in a way to disrespect them because that's the easiest way to not know. But we respect them and we, we go back to one phrase you used early. You said you listen, right? You listen cautiously, you listen carefully. And yes, you could make your statements and ask your questions and, and say, hello, how are you? But if you said, hello, how are you at, at, a, at a social event, you should at least listen to what the person says in reply. Right, <laughs> and then you'll start picking up more body language. You'll start picking up more observations, and you'll get to know. And then you can still ask um, if the person uh, feel like talking. Hey, you feel like talking to a stranger? <laughs> and maybe, maybe they might reply to that. That's some of the ways of getting to know. <laughs> but I, I think we should um, we should ask our listeners to to tell us to to maybe write in and give some comments and feedback to let us know some of their experiences they've been through. What do you think? I would love to read our, our listeners' comments. Yeah, I just sure hope they send some in because we are going to continue with this uh, line of conversation. We're going to continue with this adult communication. And Alicia, it's, it's really a, always a pleasure to have you on guiding us and directing us with this because um, your opinion is solid, is sound, it's very um, um, mature, and I like that, you know, because again, here on Free Talk with Mr. B, we do not know what to expect, but we do expect that we will speak freely, talk freely on Free Talk. So, so looking forward to another episode, looking forward to seeing you again. It was so nice having you on again with us. Thank you. Thank you. Talk See you. Bye-bye. Thank you again. We want to thank everyone for listening. This is Mr. B on Free Talk with Mr. B. For your comments, see us on Facebook. Follow us. Also on Instagram, follow us. Please send any inquiry to email Mr. B at freetalkwithmrb.com or go online www.freetalkwithmrb.com. Com. We thank you and look forward to you again when we come on this week, next week, and every Sunday on Free Talk with Mr. B.